The Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Wurundjeri land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to Your Safe Space, the podcast. I'm your host, Adele Marie, and this podcast is here for you. It is a safe space for us to catch up each week to discuss anything and everything. And on today's show, we have a guest interview. We are interviewing health and fitness creator, Fit Me Laura. Laura, who is also known as your gym bestie, is passionate about changing the narrative in the fitness industry. I personally love Laura because she has such an inspiring journey and story that she shares on both her TikTok and Instagram, and I love how she shares her struggle with her mental health, her body image, and in a way that is anti-diet culture and more focused on mindset. I believe she sets such a beautiful example for other women when it comes to body image, self-love, and resilience. And so without any further waiting, let's get her on. Laura, welcome to your safe space. How are you? Hello, I am amazing. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited for today. Yes, me too. I'm so grateful. And I think let's tell the audience how we know each other because our paths crossed a couple of years ago, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, it crossed because we were both um, in say a company together and I guess that's how we kind of met each other Um, and since then I guess we just connected over similar experiences and stuff like that and yeah we just really connected would you say that or yeah definitely and I think we've never actually met in real life but we have become such good friends and it's been great because, yeah, we met through a brand that we both worked with and then we've obviously had like a really nice friendship come out of it and Laura has been a listener of your safe space from day one, a huge supporter and I love your message, I love your story and I think I'm so honoured that, you know, you're coming in and sharing that with us today. Now, whenever I have a guest on, I like to ask them for their highlight, their gratitude and their struggle because we usually do that every Sunday and this episode will come out on a Sunday. So are you happy to share that with us? Yeah, of course. How exciting. Okay. So my highlight, of course, is this podcast. I have been so excited like all week just to obviously talk to you and obviously being able to share my story with so many other like-minded people. Um, and my gratitude, I literally just came back from a camping trip with friends and it was so peaceful because I didn't have any service. <laughs> Love that. Where did you go? I went um, to a little place called Bindalong. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but my friend has property out there and it is absolutely stunning. We went fishing. We had um, like a campfire, like hot pot or something. I have no idea what it is, but it was absolutely amazing. Um, And yeah, it was just so good just to connect and have face-to-face connections and not hear my phone ding every two seconds and not, you know, just kind of have that little escape away from Instagram stories. You could probably relate to that. Um, just taking a break and I just feel so refreshed from it. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I feel like I need to take a page out of your book because even when you said that, I was thinking, oh my God, I don't remember the last time I didn't post like on my Instagram story. That's bad. (laughs) 
Like, I'm not, don't get me wrong, I was a little bit stressed, but I'm just like, no, Laura, take a breather and just enjoy the moment that you're in right now. And now I'm just, obviously, I'm ready to get back into it. But yeah. Yeah. And nothing bad happened, right? Like you had a break, you came back, your, your Instagram's still there, the world's still there. Nice to just have that downtime and enjoy your friends. I'm glad you had a good break. Yeah, it was lovely. Uh, my struggle uh, would definitely right now is getting back into a routine. <laughs> because I'm very much on a very chilled vibe at the moment where I'm just like, oh, whatever. But I really want to get back into my little routine because I have been trying to be a morning girl. Yeah. It's been been hard, but um, I actually got into a routine and then, yeah, kind of dipped off a little bit. Um, and also forgiveness, I which I love your potty, the last podcast. Thank Ep, you. That was great. Um I'm struggling with a little bit of forgiveness, so I'm taking some of those prompts from the last podcast and trying to work that in a little bit. Yeah, I love that. With the routine part, like what would be like your first step in like terms of trying to get back into routine? Like what would you do to like get that back for yourself just in case someone else is listening and they're kind of having that same struggle? Honestly, taking it easy on yourself and that's how I set up my routine is literally not – I guess, setting up standards that you can't live up to, like say waking up at 5am every every morning forever. That's never going to happen. So what I've been doing is is waking up at 7. So if that starts getting a little bit easier, I'll push back the time and stuff love like that. that. Yeah. So setting up little things like that, obviously I love to go to the gym um, or go for a walk or something like that. So setting out um, my stuff prior to the morning. Um, little prompts like that is what really helps and taking it easy and not putting so much strain on yourself that you have to be perfect. Sometimes you want to sleep in and that's okay. Yeah. I love it. You're speaking my language, baby steps in the right direction. I also like to ask people that come on this podcast what their favorite activity is for self-care. So I know there's so many things that we do for self-care, but what would be your number one thing right now? My number one thing would definitely be going for a walk and literally putting my phone away. Only go on my phone if I'm taking a quick little snap just to say I'm going for a walk because hot girl walks um, and listening to a podcast and literally just zoning out. And that has been the best thing for my mental health is just zoning out, listening to a potty, of course, your safe space. <laughs> <laughs> And just just walking, I love walking along the beach. I've noticed that that has really been a comfort to me. Yeah, you live near a beach, don't you? I live near many beaches, oh, so I'm very so blessed. good, so good. Living my dream. Now let's jump into the show. So I would love if you feel comfortable if you could tell us a little bit about your health and fitness journey so far. My health and fitness journey first started when I was in high school. Um, I think it was at the peak of diet culture where it was just literally like toxic. It still is toxic, don't get me wrong, but back then it was like I would say way worse than what it is now. Um, so I was doing a lot of, I guess, fad diets um, and stuff like that, which I did drop a fair bit of weight. And that's what my main focus was on, was dropping weight. And I thought that would solve everything. If I was a certain size, I would be happy. 
Um, so I did drop weight and I did get to a certain size, but guess what? I wasn't happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did get bullied a fair bit at school. So that what led to, um, my anxiety and depression, which is what I still have to this day. So I have been diagnosed and I am on medication. I have been for uh, 14 years now and that's what works for me. And I, and I love it. Um, thank you for sharing that. I love, I love that as well. And I think obviously the whole kind of narrative with this podcast is like, we look after our mental health here. And, yeah. you know, as someone who's also being diagnosed with anxiety and with depression, it's like going to therapy is okay. Taking medication is okay. Whatever works for you to help you manage that is really important. And I love that it's been working for you for so long. Exactly. Some people love therapy, but therapy didn't really, didn't really work for me. So I decided to go with medication and yeah, just trying different things and seeing what works for you is the best thing you could do. It's almost like you kind of troubleshoot to try and help yourself. And that looks different for everybody. Exactly. And there shouldn't be so much stigma around which one's better for you or vice versa or whatever. Um, so going back on to mental health, um, that's when my binge eating came in. So that's where a lot of my weight gain and I guess, yeah, I called it my cycle. So basically I would have anxiety about something and it would hit depression and then it would go straight to binge eating and it'll just be a constant cycle that I couldn't really break. Um, so that's where most of my weight gain started. I say weight gain because that's where my health and fitness kind of started with my Instagram and, and stuff like that. But, um, of course, my Instagram started with in the hopes of losing weight gain, but definitely not that anymore. There is so much more to your journey than just being 10 kilos lighter. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that's what I love and having like followed your journey and seeing that transition like within yourself and within the content that you've been making online. What made you want to sh start sharing it online? What made me want to start sharing it online was basically to hold myself accountable. I just wanted like um, a virtual diary um, and I just wanted to find other like-minded people that were on their journey as well. And, and I did, and I still have friendships to this day that I started in 2018. I haven't met any of them, but we have this, I guess, this connection and this bond with our journey. The power of social media, hey? Yeah, I know. Well, it got us together. I know, I know. And what was kind of that pivotal moment or that pivotal point where there was like that transition for you from just wanting to lose weight versus like making you know, these changes to feel better and moving away from like, you know, losing weight, just making you happy, even though you like, you know, that didn't make you happy. Um, so really working on your mindset, what, what led you to that change or what was that transition? Self-acceptance, basically just accepting that this is the body that I'm in and I shouldn't really punish it to fit into social standards, basically like this is me. And once I accepted that that was it, that's when I started to really, I would say, blossom into who I am today. I mean, don't get me wrong. 
self-acceptance is so, so hard. But once you can push over that barrier, it is, it's beautiful and it's so worth it. Yeah. And I love that because I think it's almost like you accept yourself at like however you are, even flaws and all. And it's like, yes, you can still have those flaws and still want to like make improvements to yourself, but you're coming at yourself from like a place of like love and compassion, not at a place of like criticism or like critique. It's a nicer approach to it. Yeah. You just got to be a little bit more gentle with yourself, but not too gentle because I feel like there is um, a little barrier that you can push and once you push it just a little bit, amazing things happen out of it. It's, um, what do we call that? The comfort zone. Yes. <laughs> and how have you found social media during your journey? I mean, obviously I know um, being in it myself, there's pros and cons to it. How have you found found it? Yeah, pros and cons. So I started in um, 2018 and like I said, I connected with so many beautiful girls but I also I did have a fair bit of trolls and um, there's a downside to it being that people don't really understand, I guess, the struggles of being so open and on an account and online. Um, Because you're raw, you're being so vulnerable, sharing like the deepest parts of yourself on a journey like that. Exactly. Like the perks is definitely connecting with others and creating new connections and, you know, new experiences that comes out of it. But, yeah, downsides definitely, definitely the trolls. They can put a little bit of a, a back burner on the, the mental health progress. But I just got to tell myself and obviously talking to others like yourself has helped me a lot. Um, unfortunately, that's what you're going to get when you put yourself out there type of thing. And it's been hard to overcome. Some days are better than others. But um, yeah, I feel that. And I think we've spoken about this like off air before in our own like chats. But one thing that my psychologist has taught me is that never let like the bad stuff get to you, like try to obviously stay very neutral. And she also says that about the good stuff as well, because it's like at the end of the day, a lot of the times you might be getting these comments from people that don't know you. Yes, to a degree, they might know you because they follow you and they are a part of your world, but really they're not the people closest to you. They're not your friends and family. They're not those people in that immediate circle. And I always just try to be like very neutral to it. And I always tell myself like hurt people hurt people. And if they're taking the time out of their day to leave mean messages, like that's on them and not a reflection on you, but it's definitely a downside. Yeah. I feel like people seem to forget that we are humans on the other side and we feel things exactly what they feel. And little comments like that really do hurt. Like, um, two years ago, I went under weight loss surgery and not a lot of people know about that because I wasn't really ready to talk about it. As of this year, I have been opening up a little bit more about it, but it was just something I wanted to, I wanted to keep to myself type of thing because I share so much online. Um, Not a lot of my family, like intermediate family really know about this. I just uh, kept it to a couple of people and I just really wanted to work on myself. Um, as of, yeah, as of lately, I have been opening up a little bit more about it and connecting with other girls that have had other girls and guys and whoever have also had the surgery. And they've also said that it's refreshing to see 
another person, I guess, being a little bit more, I wouldn't say, wouldn't say real, but being a little bit more open about it and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. It's been, it's been hard to open up about it because um, there's a lot of stigma around the surgery itself and um, reason why I wanted, I guess, to, to do it was that I wasn't comfortable in my body. Now, not saying that I didn't love my body. I absolutely love my body. But what I mean is that doing my shoes up became like a struggle. Going up the stairs every day because I live in a two-story house was an effort for me. I couldn't really stop my binge eating. So there was a lot of things that were pros to it and not so many cons. So I decided, yeah, to do that. And it's been probably the best thing that's happened for me because now I can do so many things without so much effort that are that are day-to-day type of things. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I think there's so much power in that. As I said before, I think what I love about your content is that you display a way to like treat yourself with such kindness, such respect, and you've weighed up the pros and cons in this situation and made a decision for yourself that is going to make you feel better and is right for you and means so much to you. And I'm so proud of you for doing that and for being open about it. Cause I think, as you said, you've obviously faced like some comments or, you know, that stigma around it, but even by you just speaking about it now, that again, normalizes it for other people that might be in that same circumstance or that have the same lived experience as you, you just explaining then how things like your shoelaces or your stairs that's not something that I've ever had to experience or have lived experience with. And I think it's so powerful that you can come on and share something like that with others that, you know, potentially could could be feeling the same or going through the same thing. And yeah, it's really powerful. So thank you. Thank you. I just hope that, um, I guess me, because I haven't really talked about it very socially so whoever's listening thank you so much for listening um and um I just want to bring more awareness to that side of the community that it's it's a tool like you could definitely you could have it um undergo the surgery and it could not work for you I have a family member that had the surgery um and it just didn't work because didn't use it as a tool. So um, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, stigma around it, but I definitely this year want to touch base on that. (laughs) I love that. And I think it even goes to that whole, like, I always say, like, we have toolkits in life to, like, navigate certain things. And for you, that was a tool in the toolkit. And I think it's been, like, in conjunction with so many other things as well. And it's a great thing that you, you're you wanting to be more public with it and share it because I think that will just help others in the same circumstance. I definitely do now. I think before I, I definitely chose myself over others. I was a little bit selfish um, with my mental health and sometimes you need to be. I was going to say that's okay. <laughs> yeah, you need to choose you. You can't please everyone. So that's why I made the decision just to be a little bit hush about it um and just focus on me and when you choose you it's it's great <laughs> when you actually just focus on yourself it's the best outcome 
Definitely. We're all about prioritizing ourselves here. So I love to hear it. On that, I would love to know what your top three wins or lessons have been like from your journey so far. I know there's probably so many and I'm sorry to just make you give three, but... (laughs) There's so many and I hope um, people can take some stuff from this is my top one is ditching the scales. Yes. Just throw them out. Like who? Oh, that's right. We can say that. Who gives a fuck? Like just throw it out. (laughs) We don't like, it doesn't matter. We don't weigh ourselves. We don't need to weigh ourselves. Honestly, um, I've noticed such a change in my body just by looking at myself and it's not the shape, it's my smile. It's how I glow now. It's not being so restricted that if I don't drop a certain goal weight or whatever, I'm not happy. Like I'm, I won't be happy. So yeah, definitely one lesson and one win is ditching the scale. I don't have a scale in my house. I love that. I love that. Neither do I. Do not remember the last time I weighed myself. I think it's just part of that diet culture. And then it's like your happiness or your mood can like hinge on this fucking number. And it's like, well, it's not that, it's not that important. There are so many other things that are more important that you can look at that can, you know, show you your progress or show you how you're growing or evolving or changing. Exactly. Like now I focus on whether I can run a little bit further, whether I can lift a little bit heavier, whether I can wear a certain thing that for some reason in my head I can't wear like shorts it took me for ages just to put the damn shorts on and now it's like an everyday thing for me I don't even think about it yeah I don't even I do not even think about it and I love it I love my leggies I love the little jiggles I love the little bumps I think they're cute we love it they are cute <laughs> my next one is stepping out of your comfort zone literally just trying something new I know it can be so scary but once I actually pushed myself like trying CrossFit trying F45 or just going on a little adventure by yourself getting comfortable being by yourself like taking yourself on like little dates and that yes like I just, I can't explain the feeling, but talking about it, if you can see me right now, I'm just smiling because I just feel like stepping out of your comfort zone, you achieve so much that you never thought you could. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing is accepting your body and being thankful for it and proud type of thing. Being thankful that you have legs to move, to walk, you have arms, you have a beating heart, just accepting and feeling privileged that you, that you have this. So why are you so tough on yourself? That's another thing. (laughs) I love all of those. Thank you. So well said. And I also asked the community for questions that they would ask you. And These ones were the most asked. So the first question that they want to know is what is one thing that you would tell somebody struggling with their body image that you would have wanted to hear when you were struggling? That's a good one. (laughs) Honestly, I would say that no two persons are the same. You can literally do everything that one person is doing and you will have a different outcome. Yeah. So once you, I guess, accept and come to peace with that, you can really move forward on your, I guess, your self-love and your mental health journey. 
Also, not to be so tough on yourself and have unrealistic expectations. So once I stopped doing that, I noticed that I I blossomed a lot in myself. Yeah, for sure. And I think this isn't a question on there, but it came up a lot as well, like the comparing to others. And I think you did just like touch on that. It's like focus on you, be kind to yourself, don't have those unrealistic expectations, don't compare to, you know, people that we see online or on social media or things like that. Exactly. And the next one, this is probably one of my favorites. What are your tips or advice to feel more confident in your body? So I have the think, say, do method. Oh, tell us this. Yeah, it really works for me. And I've only just kind of nailed it down in the past year. So think, you got to literally think that your body is absolutely beautiful. You're so unique and you're so lucky to be where you are now type of thing. So you have that privilege. So I like to think that, say the next one, you look in the mirror. I know it sounds silly and I, I thought I was silly. No, nothing sounds silly on here. (laughs) It was a bit delusional when I was literally talking in the mirror, but it actually it works. It's like you were like deaf staring yourself like, are you listening, Laura? Because I was. So I like to look in the mirror and I like to say things that I'm actually proud of and that like some things that I actually love about myself. So it could be I I woke up and I, I love the way how I'm glowing this morning. I love my smile. I love that I'm not feeling as sore as I was yesterday. Just little little prompts of, I guess, gratitude really helps move forward, would you say? Absolutely. And I think it goes to that, like I always talk about it on here. It's like when you feed yourself good things, you then start to notice more good things about yourself. You actually start to feel better. Like it's a science thing. It's not delusional. It's not silly. It's important that you you actually do speak to yourself like that. And I think, I don't know about you, but for me, I had this really harsh like inner critic. Yeah. It showed up for me like in my career and in sometimes in the gym as well. And for me, that was like just all inside my head. Like I never spoke out loud those nasty things to myself. It was all in my brain. But when I started to speak nicely to myself in the mirror, that's when that started to stop. And that quietens that like inner critic or that inner mean girl, that nasty voice on the inside. That's what I like to say. We like to silence the inner mean girl. So if we can silence whatever's going on up there and just speak how we actually feel and more yeah, more kindness to ourselves, we'll actually start to believe it. And I guess it's like kind of manifest into your day-to-day life. And even if you don't, I guess, want to say it out loud, writing it down. You've taught me that is writing it down in a journal, piece of paper, whatever, pen to paper. It feels, it feels really, really good. It does. Try it out, guys. <laughs> okay, do. This one is probably like the best tip that I could give anyone is do a social media call. So go through your social media and unfollow and if you don't want to if maybe if there's a friend or someone that you don't really want to unfollow but you don't want to see their stuff you can mute their stuff so 
they don't get any hard feelings or anything like that. But a lot of thing is that, you know, today we are always on our phones. We're always going to see stuff. So that's going to portray into our our minds. So we're going to constantly flick through, whether that's on TikTok, Instagram, whatever. So that's going into our mind and we are absorbing that. Absolutely. Do a detox, unfollow, clean, clean it up. Follow people that you love, that inspire you type of thing. Like you want good vibes. Yeah, 100%. I'm so glad you said that because I think we are, whether we are even aware, like subconsciously scrolling, we're seeing that. The messaging that some like some accounts put out there can be really harmful, really damaging. So making sure that the people you are following, like you said, are inspiring, lift you up, make you feel better, not make you feel like shit. So important. Yeah. <laughs> and then one, well, you actually do this series, I think on your Instagram, I'm pretty sure. And I don't know if you post them to TikTok, but you do this series called Your Gym Bestie. And yes. I love it because... <laughs> It is what I think I needed when I started in the gym, like however many years ago, I've been going to the gym for a long time now, but it's really good because it's like tips for beginners, tips to like kind of get started. And one of the questions that a community member wanted to ask you were, what are some tips that you would give to somebody who is new to the gym or really, I guess, nervous or scared about going to the gym for the first time? So I would say go and watch Laura's Your Gym Bestie content, but tell us one tip that you would give them. I need to do another video on this, but I've got so many tips that I could literally just go on for for ages. Okay, so let me get into it. Have a plan. So basically before you even step foot into the gym, what's your plan? What do you want to work out today? Do you want to just go in there and just literally just walk on the treadmill for a little bit and scope out the the area type of thing? So that's having having a little plan, little general idea of what you want to do. Do you have a gym buddy that you can bring with you? Like, do you have like a little support system that both of you can, you know, lean on each other type of thing? Um, classes. You don't have to jump into the gym and just work out type of thing. You can do classes. Classes are amazing and I absolutely love them. Everything's there for you and you can actually find your gym bestie there yes. type of thing. <laughs> so <laughs> that's another thing. You don't really have to go to the gym. You can go for walks. I'm so glad that you said that because I think, I don't know, and maybe it's maybe it's because I am a gym girly, I'll always also get asked like, how do I, how do I do that? And I'm always like, well, do you even want to go to the gym? Like maybe you might want to do yoga. Maybe you might want to do CrossFit F45. There's so many things out there. Pilates. I would love to try Pilates. Boxing. Boxing's good. Oh, you do boxing? Well, I did in like lockdown at the end of lockdown because I was very angry. So I wanted to get my anger out <laughs> and I haven't done it since because it breaks my nails. So <laughs> Yep. <laughs> but priorities, but I like that because I think it's like, well, do you really want to go to the gym? If you don't want to, you don't have to do that either. Exactly. There's so many other things that you can do playing a sport. Like there's so many things. So it's not always down to the gym, but you can research. There's heaps of things online to, I guess, broaden your like knowledge or yes broaden your knowledge 
<laughs> yeah, knowledge. So there's heaps of workout videos on Instagram. Some of your favorite creators are on there type of thing. You don't always have to buy a program. So normally um, creators are putting their programs out there, but they also do little workouts that you can try. Um, I also recommend getting a coach if you are really serious into going to the gym mainly just to focus on your form and if you're doing things correctly and also not putting so much pressure on yourself if you want to try something new um just try it once a week type of thing and then slowly build up um adding in more classes more walks more sessions type of thing um Last one is probably the best one and the biggest one is writing small goals that you want to achieve each week, small realistic goals. So whether that is I want to stop scrolling so much on Instagram type of thing, that's a goal. Um, I want to take my doggy for a 20-minute walk, just small goals. But I also suggest writing some big overall goals that you would like to achieve, I guess, by the end of the year, but just mainly not focusing on them, but just setting yourself up little small goals each week that you can tick off, review, say every Sunday or Monday morning and go, hey, that was pretty easy and just keep continuing and you notice that that sets you up for a healthy habit. Absolutely. And I think that is so powerful because it goes from being like a quick fix, looking for a quick, you know, kind of feel better to like actually being a lifestyle change and creating the habits, which will stick with you forever. Yes, exactly. I love that so much. And our last question, which actually this one's my favorite question, but if you could give the Your Safe Space community one piece of self-love advice to carry with them, what would it be? Be thankful for your unique body and your unique journey. Um, Everyone's journey is so, so different, but that's what makes it so beautiful and such a story to tell someone. Be thankful for what your body does each day for you and not to let society standards ever make you doubt your worth in this beautiful world. Yeah. Do something that scares you, whether that's wearing shorts. Like I said, it used to scare me all the time or wearing a crop top. Now I don't even think about it. I love that. Yeah. So just, I know it's hard, but once you start doing and accepting things like that, it's it's so beautiful where your journey begins. Yeah. I think that's such a beautiful note to end the show on. Thank you so much for coming on and for sharing your time with us, for sharing your space with us, for sharing your journey with us. We are so incredibly grateful. Thank you so much for having me and listening to my story. You're welcome. You're welcome back anytime. And guys, you know the drill. If you're not already, please follow us on Instagram, your safe space pod, or follow me at Adele Marie. Laura, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram or TikTok. It's just fit me, Laura, all one word. <laughs> Perfect. I do love all of your videos. So make sure you go and give Laura a follow. And guys, if you're not, please join our Facebook group. Laura's in there as well. She's actually an admin. Thank you for keeping the community space in there too. And if you haven't already, please leave us a review on Apple or a rating on Spotify. That helps us. And it also helps us when you share the potty to your story and tag us too, because yeah, it's word of mouth. It goes a long way. But guys, we will see you next time. Thank you again, Laura. I really appreciate it. Thank you. 
No worries. Bye, guys. We'll see you next time.